Greetings to everyone joining us for a new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top FIBA events. I am André and with me our basketball expert Diogo Valente. Hi André, hi guys. Hope everything is okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of the European Hoops podcast. Hopefully you guys stay with us and tune in for the rest of our episodes. André, let us know, man. What are we talking about today? On today's episode, we bring you guys a recap of the second round of the FIBA World Cup starting from the five teams securing their continent's Olympic slots to the teams advancing into the quarterfinals. Ready to get into it? Absolutely. Uh, the brackets are now set. We already know who is qualified for the Olympics. So let's get it started, man. Let's start by congratulating Australia, Japan, Canada, USA and South Sudan for conquering their continent's Olympic qualification slots. And first we look into South Sudan's achievement They were able to beat Angola 101-78 to and showed that they are one of, if not the top African team of the moment. Once South Sudan locked this win, all eyes went to the game between Egypt and New Zealand, where the African team needed to win by 22 points or more to be able to take the African Olympic slot. But they trailed against New Zealand by two points. South Sudan became the third team, securing their place in the Olympics. An amazing achievement for this nation that continues to prove themselves in the basketball world, ending this World Cup in 17th place. For South Sudan, Carlick Jones was once again key, with the player ending the game with 26 points, 7 rebounds and 15 assists. What a great World Cup for South Sudan. Our warm congratulations for this incredible achievement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this was a, a hell of a story. Uh, from South Sudan's team, obviously, uh, with the conditions that they had in their country, this is a hell of a run in this World Cup for them to guarantee a spot in the Olympics. They they played amazing games. If it weren't for that overtime loss against Puerto Rico, maybe they would have been able to to reach the top 16. So this was a hell of a run by them. Carlick Jones was amazing throughout the whole tournament. Guys like Shayok and Omut were very good as well. So this was a hell of a performance and congratulations to South Sudan, for sure. I was very high on this team heading into this World Cup and they did show why. But another nation that deserves congratulations is Japan that conquered the Asiatic Olympic slot. Al Izor won the game between Cape Verde and Japan with China and Lebanon needing a loss by the Japanese team to continue to aspire with an Olympic slot. Japan was able to lock this win against Cape Verde behind big performances of Tominaga that had 22 points, Hawkinson that played 40 minutes, scored 29 points, grabbed 7 rebounds and added to his stat sheet 4 assists, 1 steal and 4 blocks, being the MVP of this game that granted Japan the Olympic qualification. Despite Cape Verde dominating the battle of the boards with 46 against 33, including 18 offensive rebounds, Japan made the most of their transition game, scoring 19 fast break points against only two from Cape Verde. Japan surprised by beating Finland on the first round, and from that moment forward, they placed themselves in a premium position to be on the next Olympics, and in front of their home crowd, they made sure they wouldn't miss out on that opportunity, but uh, they are deserving winners of the Asiatic Olympic slot. If you had to pick a reason for this achievement by Japan, what would it be? I think just teamwork. They they played like a team from start to finish. 
they had different guys being the the MVP on different games. You had guys like Watanabe, then you had Hawkinson, you had Taminaga, Kawamura, like everybody contributed, everybody played well, and they made history on several on several occasions. Actually, they they beat a European team for the first time. They qualify for the Olympics. They get three wins in the World Cup. This was a hell of a run by Japan. It, it was a tough road with teams like the Philippines and China fighting for that spot as well. But Japan played a hell of a tournament and they are deserving of getting that Olympic slot. Now that we know that besides the host France, we will have Australia, United States, Canada, South Sudan and Japan on the Olympics, while uh, Latvia, Germany, Italy, Serbia, Lithuania and Slovenia will battle for the two European slots. It is time for us to look into the quarterfinals. We had four games where the teams were fighting to stay alive in the competition and move into the quarterfinals, while in the other two games, the first place of the respective groups were on the line. The game between United States and Lithuania was one of those games. And just as we have been telling you guys about how well this Lithuanian team has been playing and how their discipline and ability to be physical makes them one of the top medal contenders of this World Cup. We witnessed just that in this game. It uh, started with uh, great uh, game planning by Lithuania. They were prepared to explore the fragilities of the American team. And uh, in the end of the first quarter, they were ahead 31-12, to 12, while shooting 6 of 6 from 3 and getting... Uh, Jaron Jackson in early foul trouble with two falls in only three minutes and the Lithuania out-rebounding United States 17-7. All of those first quarter numbers were indicators of the game that uh, we had ahead. Lithuania made their first nine three-pointers during this game and uh, at halftime they had the 54-37 lead. In the second half, United States showed some emotional discipline, keeping Lithuania scoreless for almost three minutes. And with a 9-0 run, they were able to reduce the deficit down to 8 points, with Lithuania leading 71-65, to heading into the fourth. It was a hard-fought game throughout, and like we had previewed, if United States wasn't able to step up from their previous performance against Montenegro, they would face adversity against Lithuania, and that's what we saw during this game with Lithuania refusing to give the lead away after the third quarter reaction by United States. And uh, with uh, three minutes and 80 seconds left to play, they were ahead by nine points. In the end, Lithuania won 110 to 104, with Lithuania dominating the battle of the rebounds 43 to 27. On uh, this, that was a very a great team win for them. This meant that... Uh, United States ended this group in second place and will end up facing the winner of the decisive game between Italy and Puerto Rico. On that game, Italy started by playing harder than Puerto Rico and uh, making the most of their defensive discipline. They kept causing turnovers from Puerto Rico, getting easy transition baskets, allowing them to build an 11-point lead, but with a 16-9 run to win the second quarter, and keeping Italy to only three points during the last three minutes of the first half, Puerto Rico was able to come back into the game, going to halftime down three. At uh, that point of the game, Puerto Rico's nine turnovers, including seven from uh, Tremont Waters, 
alongside Italy's bad shooting half, scoring three out of their 17 three-point shots attempt, were the keys of the game. In the second half, Italy was targeting mismatches and posting up Tremont Waters. That and a strong defensive performance allowed them to build the lead, making the most of what they had available for them offensively, either if that was uh, transition baskets or exploring mismatches. Ricci was one of the players that stepped up for the Italians, with his three-point shooting being extremely important for Italy in the third quarter, with the team conquering the 73-57 to win in the end and advancing into the quarterfinals. Dantome once again was able to hit some big shots for Italy, but uh, this was a team win with the Italians out-rebounding Puerto Rico 48-29, to including 19 offensive rebounds, what uh, led to 22 second-chance points against only three from Puerto Rico. With the uh, United States finishing second and Italy beating Puerto Rico, those two teams will face each other on the a matchup of the quarterfinals where I favor United States. And it comes down to the fact that I don't see Italy having enough shot creation to overcome the American firepower. I will now be giving you the floor so you can give us your takes on the great team performances by Italy and Lithuania as well as how you expect USA to to match up with Italy in the quarterfinals? Well, first of all, uh, on the USA versus Lithuania game, I thought this win by Lithuania was team basketball at its finest. Like, everybody contributed for this win. Uh, starting the game 9 for 9 from 3 is absolutely insane. But they did it, and they were playing the right way, and they got the win, deservingly so. They They were hunting mismatches. There were a couple of possessions, consecutive possessions against Austin Reeves where they got a bu- easy buckets inside and they played a hell of a game. Uh, they out-rebounded the USA. Like you said, Jaron Jackson, only one rebound. You're not going to win many games if you're the USA when your starting center gets one rebound. So this was a, a hell of a game by Lithuania. USA tried a comeback, but they stayed disciplined and they took every punch that the USA was able to give them and they fought back and they got the win. So this was a hell of a game by Lithuania. Then uh, Italy against Puerto Rico. Uh, I would like to to stand out four guys for Italy. And G, like you said, Gigi Datome, he hit some clutch shots and in the game against Serbia too. So he's having a hell of a run for his last World Cup. Fontecchio didn't have his best game scoring the ball, but he was amazing on the boards and he helped them a lot. Tonut was very efficient offensively and then played great defense on Tremont Waters. He didn't allow him to explode uh, scoring the ball. And I think that was a big part of Puerto Rico only scoring 57 points. And then Richie just played a hell of a game overall. He did a bit of everything. And he, I think he, he was a big part of this Italy win. As far as the, the quarterfinals, uh, I also favored uh, United States. Uh, I think Italy plays very well when they are underdogs. Uh, I've said this in the past. And with the whole Bancaro situation, I think they're going to be extra motivated, but I don't see them having enough to to upset the United States in a game like this, uh, even though I, I think they're going to give them a hell of a fight. And uh, even though I think the United States are going to win, uh, I think that's going to be a, a hell of a battle. For Italy, it comes down to two main factors, if they can dominate the rebounding battle and if they can get hot from deep. Those are the two areas of the game where they can find an advantage against the United States that overall has the favor- favoritism 
for this game. But uh, if Italy and United States will be battling in the quarterfinals, the game between Serbia and Dominican Republic would end up deciding who would face Lithuania. Serbia started the game in a dominant fashion, and in the end of the first quarter, they were up 29-15. to 15. They kept the high-level offensive performance, and at halftime, they were leading 56-35, to 35, with Bogdanovic leading the way with 14 first-half points, and the Serbians shooting 63% from the floor, committing only four turnovers and delivering 14 assists. In the second half, Serbia kept pulling away, with the final score being 112-79, to 79, behind an MVP performance by Bogdan Bogdanovic with 20 points, 5 assists and 3 steals. And I expect him to go on a hot run moving forward this competition, trying to lead the Serbian team into medals. This meant that uh, Serbia will face Lithuania in the quarterfinals, a game where I expect an incredible level of basketball, a great battle to take place heading into the World Cup. I had Serbia ahead of Lithuania, but the Baltic country certainly has cut that gap between those two teams and uh, have been playing at an extremely high level. This is as close of a coin flip as it gets, and I won't be surprised with any of these teams coming out of the game with a win and moving into the semifinals. I am leaning Serbia, as I think that they have more shot creation and should be able to compete with the Lithuanian physicality. On top of that, I think that they will have the best player on the floor, and that's why I'm giving them the advantage on this matchup against Lithuania. What were the main factors for this dominant win by Serbia, and how do you think that they will be matching up with Lithuania? Well... Serbia dominated from start to finish. And obviously, like you said, Bogdanovic had a, a hell of a game with 20 points and 5 assists. And I do agree that he he's going to go on a run now, uh, starting off with this game and going forward. Uh, I think Serbia uh, played a, a very complete game, uh, out-rebounding the Dominican Republic and especially the ball movement. They had 30 assists and they were able to force a lot of turnovers. So that's why they were able to dominate uh, the game like they did. They only lost the fourth quarter and it was by one point where they they kind of had the game won already. So Serbia did a great job here. After losing to Italy, their, their backs were against the wall and Bogdanovic especially because he struggled a lot versus Italy shooting one for 13 from three. And and now he bounced back. He played a hell of a game and he, and he led his team to a, a very decisive win. As far as the game against Lithuania, uh, I 100% agree with you. I, I think it's going to be a hell of a basketball game. I also oh, yeah. favor Serbia. Uh, I think Serbia is the better overall team, but I think it's going to be very, very close and it's going to be a hell of a game to watch for sure. I cannot wait. That will be a battle that we should tune in for, but uh, it is Absolutely. time to look. <laughs> it is time to look into the other two quarterfinal matchups with Germany, Slovenia, Latvia, Canada, Spain, and, and Brazil fighting for their places on those two games. On the battle between Germany and Slovenia, they were fighting to decide who would end in first place on their group. We saw a strong start by Slovenia, winning the first quarter 25 to 11. Germany went on a 50 to 17 run since the first quarter to build a 61 to 42 lead with three minutes to play on the third quarter, heading into the fourth with a 68 to 52 lead. 
with a 32-19 fourth quarter, Germany locked a 100-71 blowout win and uh, the first place on this group behind another great performance by Dennis Schroeder with uh, 24 points, 10 assists, with Germany shooting 49% from behind the arc while out-rebounding Slovenia 39-28. to 28. It was uh, a dominant win by Germany and uh, let's move into the other game that will decide who would face one of these teams in the quarterfinals the game between Latvia and Brazil that would end up deciding the team facing Germany and uh, the game started with a tactical adjustment by coach Banki starting the game with Schelle for defensive purposes on Iago dos Santos while Kurutz once again had a high level assignments throughout the game uh, he started on Caboclo later during this first half he was on Iago at the moment, Latvia started the game playing beautiful team basketball, defending and rebounding as a unit and sharing the ball on offense. Brazil answered with uh, Marcelinho Huertas on the court and they adjusted to the way that uh, they were attacking the pick and roll actions, answering to Latvian defensive scheme and started to explore the size mismatches near the basket with Huertas showing his playmaking level and his experience dissecting the Latvian defense late in the first quarter. Latvia with a buzzer beater to end the first quarter went into the second with the 22-20 lead. Latvia started the second quarter with a 10-2 run Brazil answered with back-to-back threes from the big man Lucas Dias. Brazil went into a zone that worked momentarily, cutting the deficit down to two points. And with uh, one minute and 48 seconds to play in the first half, another three-pointer by Lucas Dias tied the game at 40. At uh, halftime on a highly competitive uh, game, Latvia had the 45-42 lead in a half where we saw great uh, game plans by coach Banki and great coaching adjustments by coach De Conti. Brazil started the second half better and took the 47-45 to lead. Latvia was able to punch back and recover the lead on a game of run and momentum changes until that point. Latvia was able to control the, the game in the third quarter and went into the fourth with an 81-63 to lead with a great team performance and with players like Davis Bertans and Grajulis stepping up to the moment and making plays on both sides of the court. In the end, Latvia won 104-84. to The MVP of the game was Grajulis with uh, 24 points, 3 rebounds and 5 assists, adding to, to his stat sheets 2 block shots but it really was a team effort with Latvia ending the game, shooting 48% from behind the arc and being perfect from the free throw line, scoring all of their 12 free throws. The Latvian depth of talent was in full display with their bench scoring half of the team points. And despite losing the rebound battle, Latvia took extremely good care of the ball with only six turnovers in the game while ending the game with 24 assists. Latvia will face Germany on the quarterfinals. And while they are underdogs on this matchup, I will continue to say don't count out Latvia as they have the ability to play perhaps the best uh, team basketball of the competition. That is certainly a close battle between them and Germany. And that's the team that they will be facing in the quarterfinals with uh, their ball sharing, three-point shooting and selfish play what gives them a fighting chance against any opponents, but uh, Germany are the favorites to, to win these quarterfinal battles with uh, their experience and the depth of talent. They do have the upper hand against Latvia, but I do give a fighting chance to Latvia once again and just don't count them out. 
what caught your eye on these two games and uh, what do you expect from this quarterfinals matchup? Yeah, first of all, uh, in the Germany versus Slovenia game, uh, Slovenia started off very strong, but I think that was more of a there was more of a lack of performance by Germany than Slovenia outperforming them. Uh, that time out where Schroeder and Thais were arguing and then Schroeder turned to his coach and started like talking at him in a way that I didn't really appreciate. So I was kind of worried for Germany uh, at that phase. But after that, they, they were able to regroup and, and get back in the game. And then that second half was insane. They They won the second half by 25 points. They scored 30-plus on both quarters. So when, when Germany is locked in and they are playing their style of basketball, there are not many teams who can compete with them. And this was a, a proof of that because beating a team with Luka Doncic by 30 points is not an easy task at all. We know that. So this was a, a hell of a win by Germany, uh, locking their first seed and moving on to the quarterfinals. Then Latvia, uh, we both picked them to win. And obviously, their ball movement was the biggest reason for that. I think the game started off pretty balanced between both teams. And Brazil was able to to impose their physical advantages over Latvia. And they out-rebounded them. But uh, in the second half, like you said, uh, Brazil tried that zone defense like they had in the first half. But then in the second half, Latvia, I think, was much more prepared. And they answered that zone defense with great ball movement, elite shooting, and that's what got them the chance to, to run away with the score and eventually blow Brazil out by 20. As far as this quarterfinals matchup, I think it's going to be a, a hell of a game. I think these are the two teams that play the best brands of basketball in this World Cup. They both play fast. They both shoot a lot. But And I did say that uh, I wouldn't do it again uh, as for picking against Latvia. But uh, I, I've also been saying from the jump that I had Germany as a top three team, I had them number two, actually. And I said they were one of the main contenders and one of the most well-prepared teams. So I just think they have too much for Latvia. I'm not counting them out. They they have a chance. But I just think Germany has too much. And I really can't go against Germany in this matchup because they're the size that they have, the the talent also. And again, the, the style of play is kind of similar. Uh, Germany just has more talent, more size more options, so I really have to go with Germany on this one. Uh, Latvia people, don't get mad at me, please. Uh, I think Latvia has been amazing, and I think they will play a hell of a game, and they will give Germany a hell of a fight, but in the end, I just don't see them having enough to, to get the upset. It will come down to the team that is able to execute at a higher level, but these two teams have been showing that uh, they are two of the best teams that executing their game plans and uh, executing their brand of basketball. It might come down to the best shooting team, to the best shooting night. It will be a great fight and a great quarterfinal matchup. It might be just one of the hardest uh, matchups for Latvia uh, in terms of fit. And uh, it will be a yeah. very, very hard game. But I certainly give them a, fight, a fighting chance. On the other game of this group, another do-or-die match between Spain and Canada to find out who will end up facing Slovenia in the quarterfinals. And speaking of great matchups, this other quarterfinals matchup is also very promising. Spain came into this game well-prepared, as, uh, as we can always expect from a Sergio Scariola team, and uh, was able to build a 18-12 lead with uh, 3 minutes and 24 seconds to play in the first quarter. But uh, Canada was able to find their pace, and uh, the first quarter ended with a tie at 21. 
On the second quarter, Spain had a dominant offensive output, scoring 27 points, while allowing only 17 from Canada, leading at halftime 48-38, to 38, behind a great performance by Willy and Hernan Gomez, taking advantage of his superior superiority inside against Canada Bigs, scoring 18 points and adding 5 rebounds, 3 assists and 1 blocked shot during the first half. To start the second half, we saw a reaction from Canada. They went small and with their switching defense were able to mount a comeback, taking uh, the 55 to 52 leads with uh, 4 minutes and 44 seconds to play in this quarter. The answer came by the hands of Rudy Fernandez with a 3-point shot followed by him drawing an offensive foul. On the other hand, followed by a steal leading a 7-0 run by Spain that... uh, Heading to the fourth quarter, they had the 12-point lead, 73-61. to 61. On a hard-fought fourth quarter, Canada kept fighting. They are way back. And with a 2-plus-1 play by Shea, was able to get Canada down to one point with under two minutes to play. Dylan Brooks with one minute and ten seconds to play. Tied the game at 80 with a three-pointer. Shea took over the game and with four consecutive points gave Canada a four-point lead with 21 seconds to play. He scored the team last eight points with Canada locking this win 88-85. to This win granted them not only moving to the quarterfinals but also the Olympic slot. Canada and United States are the two American teams that um, guarantee their participation in the in the Olympic Games. We can expect a highly competitive quarterfinal matchup between Canada and Slovenia in a matchup where I favor the depth of talent from Canada, but uh, where we can expect a great battle between the two best players of this uh, tournament, Shea and Luka Doncic. Give us your breakdown of this game and what to expect from uh, that quarterfinals game. Well, it, it was a hell of a game. I think the best game of the day was Spain versus Canada. Uh, we both picked Canada to win just based on talent, but we knew that it was going to be very close. And it was, obviously. And Spain led for most of the game. But then their fourth quarter, uh, Dylan Brooks was was really amazing today. And Shea was just that guy to, to close it. Uh, we knew uh, how much of a great player he, he, he was, and he is, and he was able to get a bucket whenever was necessary. He, he hit a hand one that was crucial for them, and, and then that step-back shot who, that, I didn't, I'm not going to say iced the game, but gave them the lead with, a, with a, like a minute left, and then hit all of his free throws to close the game. It was very entertaining. I think Spain... Uh, was better moving the ball and playing uh, playing better basketball as far as like fundamentals. But uh, Canada, the, both teams were very aggressive defensively and still the offense was just too good for the defense to to be enough by on both sides. But uh, Canada's physicality, I think, was too much for Spain. And in the fourth quarter, uh, we saw that when Sp- Spain was up 12 points and... Canada just came back, and again, Dylan Brooks and Shea, I think, were awesome today, and they got Canada to win. As far as the quarterfinals matchup, like you said, the the two best players in the tournament, Luca versus Shea, uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I think we're going to have a hell of a matchup between those two guys, more so than just the, the two teams, because I think Canada is much more talented than Slovenia, but we can't count Luka Doncic out. Uh, I pick Canada to to win, but I think Luca is going to have a, a hell of a game, and he's going to have to put Slovenia on his back 
if they want to have a chance at winning. So I think it's going to be very entertaining. I think we're going to have uh, a lot of highlights on that game just based on those two players. But uh, I think <laughs> Canada is the better team and I think their physicality and their talent, I think they're going to win. Luca versus HEA. I think it's safe to say. Kantazin, we are excited. We want to watch that game. I think for Slovenia, <laughs> it will come down probably their ability to, to make shots and to, to shoot it from deep. And it's sometimes that's the way for underdogs to be able to, to be on the fight and to be on the game. Canada has a talent advantage, but it should be a very competitive one. And to wrap up this uh, episode, let's go over all the quarterfinal games. We will have Italy and United States playing on the 5th of September. On the same day, we will have a game between Serbia and Lithuania. On the following day, Latvia will battle against Germany. We with the winner playing against the United States or Italy in the semifinals, while Slovenia will face Canada also on Wednesday, September 6th, with the winner facing Serbia or Lithuania in the semifinals. This gets us to the end of today's episode. We will come back on Wednesday, 6th of September, with a brand new episode recapping the quarterfinal games and previewing what to expect of the rest of the competition. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, to follow us on Twitter at Itos Early. As always, I will be talking with you guys soon. Uzvara. Bye, guys. See you on the next episode. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.